Welcome to the weekend. It is Friday and we're talking about winning at life here on Chasing Greatness, the podcast where we help you not only win at work and win at home, but we really do want to help you win at life, really the things that you're trying to do. And today's episode is going to be a continuation of what we've been talking about these last few weeks, these these five C's that we've identified to help us lead ourselves well, whether we're all leaders or not, we're all self-leaders and taking care of ourselves. And so I hope this is going to be an encouragement to you. These last few weeks, we've talked about clarity, first of all. Then we talked about our convictions and the importance of those. Last week, we looked at at, at our commitments. And today, we're going to be talking about our connections. So welcome welcome to the podcast. It's been an exciting week. We had 25,000 downloads uh, for, for the show this week, which was fun. We kind of got to go past that number together. And you've helped us grow this and, and continue to grow this. I'm, I'm getting out and speaking to people everywhere the last few weeks. And they're like, hey, I've been listening to the podcast and it's been helpful. And, and hopefully it's been helpful to you as well. If so, continue to hit that thumbs up button if you haven't. We love those likes. They, they help us grow. And uh, I'm not sure how it works, but there's algorithms and stuff that, you know, promotes it, and, which is great. And, and But really what promotes it is for you to say to one of your friends, hey, check this out. This, this might be helpful to you. And, and if you would continue to do that, we'd be so grateful. It's, it's really the only payment we ask is like, did you just continue to help us spread the word? Really does mean a lot uh, to, that, that, that this happening organically. And, you know, I know, I know it's, uh, uh, it takes an extra second to do that, but I, I hope you'll continue to do that. So let's talk about winning at home. This week has been a, been a fun week. We've talked about the word empathy this week. I think it's an important word. Uh, we talked about it in, at winning at work and, if you're a leader and, and you really don't understand what the people around you are feeling, it, the empathy means to to not only understand but to share in the feelings of the people around us. And and then we talked about uh, it, uh, well, let me go back to my thought there. If you if you're a leader and you don't really understand and you don't feel what the people around you, your engagement's gonna it's gonna go. People are gonna leave you. Uh, you've heard me say before that the worst thing is that people leave you and they stay on your payroll, and so that can be really bad. Uh, they continue to take a check, but they're really not with you, and that that's disastrous. And and yet that happens not only at work but also at home. And on Wednesday we talked about the power of thinking about the people around us. What are they going through, and how can we help them, and how can we appreciate them, and how can we really understand, yes, but also share in those feelings and try to help alleviate some of those. Sometimes we're the ones that are putting those feelings on them. And so today I want to talk about this idea of connections in light really of empathy it's 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 not just enough to be connected and say oh i have these friends or you know these coworkers or these people that i'm you know going to hang out with and my hobby you know th- those are great but do you really uh, understand that those are opportunities in those relationships to to be connected to those people and so i'll give you a couple of things to think about today i've i've got uh, something that i wrote i want to i want to read you one little uh, sentence here. I, I mentioned on Monday uh, that Zig Ziglar once wrote, "If if you help enough people get what they want, you'll always have what you want." I, I, and I and I I added to that a little bit. I I don't want to you know insult the intelligence and the thought leadership of Zig Ziglar. He was amazing, but I, I wanted to just remind us that the motive needs to be right on that when it comes to we we don't help people get what they want, so we we can have what we want. I mean. Here's what I wrote. I wrote this. I, I, I said, uh, I believe if you help enough people get what they want without wanting anything for yourself, then you'll always end up with more than you want. I, I, I think that's so true. If we help enough people get what they want without wanting anything for ourselves, we'll always have more than we want. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing 
how it, that when we help people and we're connected to people and we really are, and we're not just we're calling them relationships around us, but we're really connected to those people. It, 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 it is so powerful. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a phrase we use when we talk about, um, one of the fundamental skills of, of leadership, uh, with all the, the training and, and coaching and all that stuff that we do. One of the things we talk about is this idea of valuing results and relationships. If you're in business or you have a company, you have a team, let's say you're, you know, a lot of you listen, you have sports teams, you, you have to have results. If you don't win, you're going to lose your job. If you don't have profits, you're going to lose your business. But, but valuing both results and relationships is really important. It, it starts with results. If you're trying to achieve something, I understand the results really matter, but the relational side of that, it, 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 the companies that understand or the businesses that understand or the coaches that understand that it's the people around them that help them achieve those results or achieve those victories. If it's a, if it's a sports situation, they're really more successful if they value both. Now, it's it's interesting when you go back and look at the research. Uh, I, w- I saw some research. A couple thousand people were asked the question, which way uh, does your boss lean, results or relationships? 99% of the people said my boss leans one way or the other. There was only 1% of the 2,000 people uh, interviewed. Which What would that be? That would be about 20 people. Is that is that math right? It, I think that's right. Uh, there would be about 20 of those 2,000 that said, my boss is right down the middle. It's like we all have a bias. We lean either toward results. We, we wake up with a checklist. We wake up with a to-do list. We wake up with something we're going to achieve. We wake up with a goal or we lean toward uh, relationships. We wake up, you know, tr- who can I help? Who can I, who can I be with today? Who can I talk to? And, and if you begin to think about it right now, you, you would, you would you would lean one way or the other. I think the power is in understanding which way you lean, and then compensating. We always say for your bias. If you lean toward results, you better get some people people around you to help you relationally. And if you lean toward relationships, you better get some results people around you if you really want to achieve all that you're uh, achieve your potential. So that, so that's one way to just kind of let's let's think about our connections that way. But let's also think about. Uh, some levels of connection here. If you really want to win at life, if you really want to chase greatness, you want to be as good as you can be. I want to give you three levels as you go into the weekend. I'll give you three levels of people to think about that that would really um, it'd be valuable if you could have these kind of connections in your life. So the first one is is who in your life could you be connected to who could help you? I think that's a that's a important to not underestimate the power of a coach. Somebody in your life a mentor, somebody that could really invest in you, somebody who's further along with you. I've got a few people in my life, a couple of people that are a few years older than me. They're, they're, they're more talented, more experienced, more, I mean, they're just like amazing. And when I get around them and and get to rub, you know, shoulders with them, life on life with them, my life always levels up. It always challenges me. It always encourages me. It always helps me. And so who is it in your life that really is, helping you to level up. I, I, I even think about, I've got, I got a couple of people I play golf with. One of, one of those people is, is better than me. I said, you know, I love to love to play golf. This, this guy's just better than, than I am. He's just a little bit better than I am. It's, it's close. Occasionally I win, but it's like it playing with this guy has helped me get so much better. Just, just being around him, watching him, you know, there's things that, that he does. And I'm like, man, that is just so much uh, more consistent, 
more uh, his, his swing has so much more rhythm. I watch that and I'm like, I want to, I want to, I got to work on that. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be like him. I'm not trying to be like him. I, I want to, I need to be me. I need to do what I do. But, but like when I watch that, I'm going, there's something about that that's just pushing me to try to get better. And I think a coach is like that. I think, uh, you know, maybe you have a supervisor, somebody, a mentor, somebody in your department, somebody that's a coworker. They're just, they're maybe in another industry that that's doing something similar to what you are, but they're just a little further ahead of you. Who is it that is your mentor, your coach? That's that person that's that's ahead of you. You look up to them and and you need that person. You need to be connected to that person to help you become as great as you can be. I think that's really important. All right, second level of connection is who would you look at and at a peer level, and this might be in, in your life, this might be your social relationships. We had a dinner the other night with a few friends and they were they were all here around the table and it was just so life-giving to have people at the table and as you think about your life, who are you socializing with? Who are you, who are you hanging out with? If you um, really want to want to want to be as great as you can be, I think you need to pay attention to who you're hanging out with. There's an old study you may have heard about this, but but it says we become the average of the five people we're closest to. We we and in fact, I saw some research that showed our our income is is our average income is about ten thousand dollars. If you took the five people that you're closest to and you added up their income and you and you looked at your uh, average income, your those incomes are about ten thousand dollars, you know, on average. I mean, it's not always. You may have a really rich friend and a really friend who's not doing so much, but 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 chances are you are going to talk like the people you hang out with. You're gonna you're gonna dress like they do. You're gonna live where they live. You're gonna you know hang out in the same schools and communities and churches and all that. The people closest to us really are going to affect us. My old buddy, uh, John Orr, uh, John, I used to work with, with him. Shout out to John if he <laughs> happens to be listening. But John always used to say that your friends determine the quality and direction of your life. And so your connections, John would agree with this, your connections, that's what he's saying. They're going to determine who you're going to become. So so one thing, just to help you get better Get get some people around you that you can lean into. They can help you. They, they you're really doing life together. That's important. But but also uh, not just to get better, just just to be emotionally healthy. To be to be uh, in a community where you can help take care of each other. Uh, it just becomes really powerful to do that. And so I I just want to encourage you to have peers around you. Those connections. Don't undervalue those connections. They're really important. And then finally, the the you know not you need a mentor and a coach. You need you need peers around you to you know walk through life with. But who are you connected to in the next generation? I want to really challenge you. Some of you listen to this, and you are the next generation. You are I mean everybody listening to this is about younger than I am, which is great. But but even if you're in your twenties or thirties, do you have somebody behind you? that you could say, how could I help them win? How could I, I mean, can you get to a level of maturity where you begin to understand the power and the influence you have? Just remember back when you were in, you know, middle school, didn't you look up to high schoolers? Didn't you think, man, I'd love to be like them. Or when you were in high school, were you, were you thinking about somebody in college that you knew, maybe a friend of the family and they came back and they're like, you know, you, you elevated them because of their age and, and, you know, what they knew. And, and maybe when you're starting out your career, you saw somebody that was, you know, that you're in your early twenties and somebody who's 30, they've got like all this, you know, cachet in your mind. Well, now you are 30. And, and as you begin to think back, who can you help that's in their early twenties or, or, or in college, who can you go back and, and help that's in high school right now? And, 
Maybe you're uh, in, a, in, in high school yourself and you have a little brother or a little sister that you could, you could honestly begin to in, even invest in. You don't have to be old to have influence. In fact, there's a bunch of people I know who are old. They've squandered their influence. But, but you can be really young and get this principle and have maturity and say, you know what, I'm going to become a person who invests in the next generation. One of my favorite things to do is to get around uh, people who are younger than I am. I, I, in fact, this is a little bit selfish you know, when I think about it, but I always learn a bunch of stuff when I get around young people. They, they, have, they have better ideas sometimes than people who are old. <laughs> they have better you know, insights and, and they have more energy all, almost always than, uh, than older people do. And so there's, there's just really great stuff we can gain from being uh, with, with young people. But I, I just want to, man, I want to remind you, if you've been around for a while and you're, you're a leader who's growing and you're a I mean, you're, you're a person who is trying to gain wisdom. You've, you've got all these life experiences. You've gone through hard stuff. You've had, you know, ups and downs and joys and trials, all those things. You've got resilience maybe like never before. Pay that forward. Pay that to the next generation. There, there, we're, there's going to come a, a time where we're going to be, you know, gone from this, you know, this, this opportunity we have to have these lives. And what's the next generation going to be like? I think about this a lot right now. My kids, my grandkids, hopefully some great grandkids one day. As you begin to think about those, the, the world they're going to grow up in, I think I think one of the best things we could, as older leaders, one of the best things we could do for them is to really invest in them, help them have a foundation that we wish we would have had. I got a buddy of mine. He's just one of the best guys I know, and and one of his mantras is he he wants to live and be the leader that he needed when he was younger when he was younger he had some real challenges that he had to go through and he didn't he didn't have to go through I mean, it wasn't his you know doing it was it was like there, he was dealt some hard circumstances and because he was going through that he learned some things and he felt some things and now he's an older really really wise leader and he and, and he's just always investing in the people around him the next generation people the people that are in his generation he's investing in older he's investing in everybody this guy's an amazing guy and he 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 always says I, I want I'm just trying to be the leader that I needed when I was 17 or 18 years old that, that, you know he didn't have that but he had some people that believed him but he's but now he's just taking that to the next level and and those challenges that you felt in the past the things you've gone through that are hard you really do have an opportunity to uh, to invest in that next generation. So as we think about winning at life today, again, going into the weekend, I want you to not underestimate the power of connections. Help, help enough people get what they want without wanting something in return, and you'll always have more than you than you need. I, I, I really do believe that. It's, it's just so powerful when we think about our connections. If you really want to build a life, you need a blueprint. We, what did we say the first week? You got to have clarity. You got to know what you're trying to do, what you're trying to build. You got to have convictions, those, those values that are foundational. In week three, is about just a week ago now, we talked about your commitments, your, your habits, and, and those uh, just almost rituals that you put in your life are going to position you to win. And then today, connections. Your connections are going to help you. And there's all kinds of ways to think about connections. Are you really connected to people or you just know people? I mean, you really is there a connection there? It's a, it's a powerful word. And then as we think about specifically levels of connection, who's helping me, who's coaching, mentoring me, who do I look up to? I'm gaining wisdom from them, being around them. I'm borrowing from their experience. Who around me is helping me? We're fellow travelers. We, we've got community. 
We're there for each other. It's so powerful. I got a group of guys that I hang out with every, a couple times a month. I'm, we're, we spend several hours together trying to help each other grow. And, and if something goes wrong, they're the first people I call. And then, and then when I think about that next generation, who do you have that you can invest in? You may not invest in everybody, but you can invest in somebody. And I, I challenge you to do that. Help somebody else that's younger get on that right path today. And, and that really is a sign of maturity, if you ask me. So let's keep chasing greatness. It, it, is a, it has been a great week. Mother's Day weekend this week. If, you're, if your mom is still around, I encourage you to encourage your mom. Thank her. Uh, you wouldn't be here, obviously, without her, but it, not, not just the fact that she gave birth to you. Your, your mom probably invested a whole bunch in you, and, and I just encourage you to, to be grateful for that this weekend. Keep helping us uh, as, as you spread the word here. Share. If you've got comments, anything you, you want to communicate to us, reach out there. If you haven't left comment yet on the, the podcast, either YouTube or uh, on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen, I, I, I encourage you to do that. And again, uh, if you just do us the favor of sharing with one person this week this idea of, of connections, I think it, it could be powerful here. Make us all better uh, leaders. But we'd be better together, which would be really cool. All right. Love you guys. See you next week.